0: Jambo, dude.
1: Uh, something. Come on, we're gonna go for a joy rock. You've just
0: made a wrong turn heading south onto Strange Highways.
1: Enter Death's waiting room, if you dare. And welcome to Strange Highways, I am Paul. And I am Terry, Jumbo. Jumbo, dude job job jambo J- J- jambo dude jambo anyway do you remember josta the drink that had I, garana dude, I, I missed josta yeah you Still missed josta. Day, josta what if i just told you jambo dude Jasta dude anyway we'll get there <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, as soon as i heard that line in this episode i'm like I me mean, i don't know if you've ever seen mean girls yes um I that is one of those movies that like maybe people will call it a guilty pleasure. There is nothing it's guilty, not a guilty pleasure. pleasure about that. That movie is that movie is hilarious and I just love the comedy that's involved in it. But I lo- <laughs> I like when she um when uh what is it, Katie uh gets introduced to the class and there's like the one African American girl in there and she's like, "Oh, Jumbo. And she's like, "What?" <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. It, no, it was the lunch, the lunch class. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're
1: right. Like, I, I think, I mean, I don't know if you remember this or not. Like, I think we determined that, like, um, I've seen the film, you and your wife had seen the film. My wife had not seen the film at the time when we were talking about it. And I was like, I love Mean Girls. And I, I think that film is a, like I've like I know there's the new one in the theater right now, uh, which I've not seen. I know that there was the Broadway musical, and this new one is a film version of the musical. So talk about the snake eating its tail. I've heard nothing but good things about the new version as well, which is fine. Like, but I, I there, there's the bit in that first movie where. Uh, Tim Meadows is the principal goes to try to help a girl that's like curled up on top of like a, like a drinking fountain. And she just like lashes out and he's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> just walks away. I love Mean Girls. it's a great film. So. It is great. Yes. Uh, and yeah. it, it, it's, it is so worthy of quoting. Yeah, internet, yes. But um, never Jumbo never, ne- Jumbo. never Jumbo. But I mean, like, but fetch. Right. Fetch is going to be the thing. I mean, we're going to make it a thing. We're going to make it a thing <laughs> now. Um, mean girls, I think that, and, uh, drop Dead gorgeous are a wonderful double feature if people are interested. So anyway, um, this is not the mean girls podcast. It should be because Terry and I have a burn book. Uh, it's full of uh, things we're going to say about this episode, private channel. Uh, but I hope.
0: <laughs> it's filled with episodes from this season. Yes. And Weird. Last season. Weird. Look, uh,
1: at, look at us tying it all together, bringing it all together, right? So yeah, welcome to Strange Highways. It is an anthology-based podcast where we mainly focus on the Twilight Zone. And we've talked about the original series. And uh, we're in the 80s edition. We're almost through season two. Excuse me, I'm, I'm full of the burps right now. I did, that, that's unprofessional, but I was uh, drinking uh, carbonated sodas and rum before this. So everybody, if, if this is your first time here, my apologies. If you've been here before, you know what you're getting into. So anyway, um, so here we are. Hope you enjoyed our discussion about Joyride, whatever that was in Trash Town, USA. Uh, but now we're getting into this one, a private channel, which I'll also argue whatever this is. So um, before we do that though, Two things. One, I want to mention that uh, Terry and I were on recently on our on our friends Nathaniel and Samuel's uh, podcast at the Devil's Ball. We got to talk about the 1977 Japanese film House or Hausu. Um, it's episode 176. Uh, it's a wonderful bug nuts film. That uh, it was myself, uh, my wife Mary, uh, Nathaniel, and Samuel, and Terry, which we convinced to watch. He had never seen the film before. And so he came in blind to this to join the rest of us that had seen this film multiple times. So Terry uh, thumbs up or thumbs down for house.
0: I will say just because of the, the absurdity of it and it, it being closer to the type that I like, I'm going to go throw up the thumbs up, but I would again, caution people that don't really know those types of films to maybe like watch something that's a little bit closely related to it. Something like evil dead would prime you for a film like that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. If you like, if you like evil dead, if you like that kind of like, um, like, Oh, this is kind of weird. But then also, uh, like extremes amount of gore at times and violence, but also like slapstick. There you go. Uh, yeah, House, I, would, well, actually, a lot of I would
0: say evil dead, evil dead two, mm-hmm. or a, a movie like brain dead. Um, you know, dead alive, yes. the, the other title, but those are two films that honestly, if you're looking for something that is just like so absurd and just like real in certain settings too, um, those would be ones to, to watch before watching. Hussein, and it's also, it's, it's
1: also weird because this was from 77. So you, when you watch this, you'd be like, oh, they're just ripping off, uh, you know, dead alive or evil dead. It's like, no, 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 no. This was first. You know, yes. so like, it's, it's a lot of fun. It was a really fun conversation. Um, I may or may not have, uh, tried to insert some, uh, jokes about the music that may or may not have landed. So, uh, go check that out. So I'll just, just want to say that up front. Secondly, as of today, um, uh, we're recording this on the 23rd, um, on last night on, um, that's the, sorry, the, the, was it the, not the tonight show, but Colbert, uh, you know, um, whatever it is, his show on CBS. He did a, he did a gag involving like, um, the other plot twists from the twilight zone. He, he was dressed up like Sterling, had the cigarette. I posted it on our Facebook page. It's worthy of a watch. I would argue his nonsensical intros to the three segments he did make more sense than Charles Aidman. So, but it was a lot of fun. I don't know if you watched the video or not, but I thought it was, I thought it was a funny segment.
0: I have not watched the video. Um, yeah, and it's called The Late Show Presents. Yeah, there you uh, go. And, Sorry. And, yeah, uh,
1: thank you. Thank you for correcting me and my inability to be like, that thing you should watch, I don't know the name of it. And so, yeah. Uh, but it's funny because like they they really uh, dig into like, the, well, the first of the three segments is my favorite, but they're really, really quick. It's like kind of just think of it like the scary door from Futurama. But like they there's they're they're, they're stuff in there you're like, oh, you can tell that they really like their Twilight Zone. It's a lot of fun. So people should check that out. Yeah. I, as soon
0: as I get off the, off the, you know, the mic with you, I'm going to watch it.
1: Yeah. So. It's, it's like seven minutes of, you know, like whatever. Um, if you know, it's like, um, half the length of the segment. So, yeah. Um, so as we talked about previously, um, this, the segment private channel, uh, season two, episode 10 segment, uh, B, um, Uh, This is one of three that aired that evening, Um, but however, in terms of syndication, um, uh, the what we just talked about, uh, Joyride and Private Channel, I guess, are their own episode, and then um, Shelter Skelter, which we'll talk about next week, was its own episode. However, I believe Shelter Skelter was the middle segment. It gets weird. We're going to cover that next week just because of the way it was actually released later. We'll get into that when we get there. So, um, yeah, let's just get into who did what.
0: Okay, so our our director is uh, a familiar name that we've dealt with in the past. More recently, uh, uh, Peter Medic. Uh, this is the last of seven episodes that he uh, he directed. The uh, last of seven uh, segments, I believe. The one that we talked about a little bit more recently, I guess, would be uh, Grace Note. That was uh, uh, episode six of the seven that he he had directed. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so we talked about him. So we'll get into our writing credit here. Um, this is somebody who is. A first and only time writer for uh, the Twilight Zone. We have uh, Ed Riddick. Uh, Riddick? Riddick. Redlich,
1: I think. Uh, Redlich? I don't know. Anyway.
0: Redlich, that's it, yeah. So uh, 61 episodes of Unforgettable. not sure what that is, but 61 episodes, that's pretty incredible. Uh, And then some episodes of The Practice.
1: Yeah. And then like the SEAL team, which I don't know why I wrote all in caps in my uh, notes because I thought that was important at the time, which I'm sure that's dealing with like Navy SEALs, but I would also hope science scene that was literally a team of SEALs, like actual, like, you know, all they, all they were doing is they would save people and be like, where's the fish? And if they don't give them the fish, they sink the boat. That's what I'm hoping for, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, Flipper was pretty successful for its time, so they're just
1: amping it up. Yeah, but Flipper's uh, helping people. I'm just saying these seals, like, they're like, hey, we're going to help you for a price, and that price is fish, you know, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> we have a, a pretty lengthy cast here. We'll get through it pretty quickly. Um, so we have uh, leading our cast here, so we Scott Coffrey. Uh, he plays Keith Barnes. He was in Tank Girl. He was also in Lost Highway. And a film I wanted to bring up because this might be something that gets added to your uh, to your Cathlon uh, type, or I'm sorry, uh, Super, Super Bro, Bro. Yes. Your Super Bro party. If you have not already had it on the list in the past, Warrior of the Lost World.
1: Have you had this? No. So, okay, let me, like, I think we talked about this before. So, let me give a brief idea. So, people, you know what? You know how, like, there's so many holidays out there, and you're like, oh, there's so many. I want to give you one more. Here, here, here is the holiday that I celebrate. I've done it like what six, seven years now. Uh, it, it's called Super Bro. It is the Saturday before the Super Bowl. There was what was it. There was, a, there, was a, there was a Super Bowl involving the Patriots. wasn't interested. I forget who the team teams were. I'm like, I'm good. What if that day instead of watching football, I did not care about, I had people over for snacks and 80s action films. So I encourage everybody else out there, pick your own 80s action films. It doesn't matter what it is. Just watch a few on the Saturday. Because I did it the first time I did it on a su- the Sunday of the Super Bowl. And everyone's like, yeah, but are you watching the game? I'm like, that's not the point. And then the next year, I'm like, I'm doing it the Saturday of. And they're like, oh. But like, there, there was a lot of confusion. I like Now, because I'm the creator of the holiday, it's a, sa- it's a Saturday before the Super Bowl. So you can do both. You could indulge and a bunch of snacks and drinks and watch a's action films. And then the next day you can indulge the snacks and drinks and watch football. I, I, um, you know, like I, I recognize that both things can exist. So anyway, so the, the film you're talking about, please describe it.
0: All right. So warriors of the lost world. Uh, I would say, look at the poster, uh, while I'm describing this, it's uh, from 1983. Uh, it's rated R. So that, I mean, uh, that's a plus as well. Uh, a nomad, a nomad mercenary on a high tech mar- motorcycle helps bring about the downfall of the evil Orwellian government. The Omega. I just, I
1: just, it looks badass. Like it looks oh, like Jesus Christ. It has Donald Pleasance. Okay. I'm in this looks well. Okay. Th- okay. So I was going to say this looks Italian AF as the kids say, There's a reason for that. So let me, uh, so uh, our our,
0: Williamson is in as as well. So yeah, he's no stranger to this kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: um, So here, um, (laughs) yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I see that in the the poster. (laughs) Yeah, no, he wasn't, he wasn't a a stranger to the Italian cinema, especially a lot of this uh, post-apocalyptic stuff. Um, So at 16, Scott moved to Rome attended high school and acting in films, including upon once upon a time in America, which was, I think, if I recall the last Leone film. So like he was over in Italy making stuff, right? So this makes this tracks completely after a year, he moved to Los Angeles to pursue his film career, appearing in such films as Ferris Bueller's day off and space camp. Um, his television work included a special twilight zone episode that we're going to talk about here as well as an episode of amazing stories directed by Zemeckis in 89, Uh, He played uh, a major role of Chip and Shag, the film. So Warriors of the Lost World. Oh, um, man. I'm going to... With sight and scene, is this a... um, Oh, I'm going to look up the director. This is going to... Oh, okay. It says David Worth. That's not the real name of this director. Oh, he's actually an American person. Okay, never mind. Most of these Italian (laughs) films have like a regular sounding American name. And then you get to, you're like, it's, you know pizza mozzarella or whatever their name is. So yeah, it becomes like, anyway, so also known for directing shark attack Two, shark attack three. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm down for this. My God. Yeah. This sounds I, amazing. Say, I think
0: the biggest selling point is honestly the poster because, Oh how, yeah.
1: I mean, hand, like hands
0: of steel type of shit. Oh, like it just yes. looks like that kind of like post-apocalyptic, you know, wasteland film. So you did know, did you
1: just say hands of steel? It yes. wasn't especially large, but it felt hard, extremely hard. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we got it in there. We slipped it in there. We, we um, did it! Anyway, so yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, uh, dog ear that one because, yeah, I think that's going to be something that we have to watch. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, next we have Andrew Robinson. Um, he plays Mr. Williams in this. Uh, he was in an episode uh, that we covered this uh in this iteration of the twilight zone profile and silver.
1: So oh, but people also, would yeah, also, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Size theater actually covered, um, Warriors of the lost world. And so, all right, there you go some pedigree there. But, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I guess. No, but yeah, no, we just talked about, yeah, we talked about, uh, Mr. Williams. Um, also he was Scorpio and dirty Larry and Larry, sorry, dirty Larry, sorry, Scorpio and dirty Harry <laughs> Christ in heaven. All right. So dirty, dirty Larry, and he if was Harry from Hellraiser.
0: Try to make it more
1: pornographic. Yeah. Dirty Larry. Dirty wasn't Larry. The way to do dirty Larry is <laughs> the best way to do it right now. Uh, Scorpio and dirty, dear, La- dirty leisure shoot Larry right now. No, um, no uh, we talked about him, pre- but yeah, he was Larry from Hellraiser. And it, like, I saw him like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, the thing, here's the funny part about it is that I remembered him from Hellraiser and not profile in silver. <laughs> That <laughs> tells you as much as that segment was decent. That tells you how much it did not leave an impression on me.
0: So I'm right because he wasn't talking like JFK.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, that's my best Boston accent I could do. I don't know. That didn't sound right either. Um, anyways, so but yeah, we have Claudia Corn Crone uh, is up next here. That's a bad name. Um, she plays Gloria. Uh, she was in Stir Crazy and an uh, episode of uh, Magnum PI.
1: Yeah, that's all I got for her too. Like twenty one credits. Yeah. Anyway, well, who else we have here? Uh, we
0: have uh, L- Louise uh, Lewis. She plays Mrs. Feld- Feldman. Uh, she, she was in Blood of Dracula, and I was a teenage werewolf. So.
1: Yeah, and then she was also blacklisted in the fifties as a supposed communist. We've talked about that, the McCarthyism, and all that. So you know, it's garbage. Yeah, there actually happen. was yeah. quite
0: a bit. Uh, quite a bit of a. Uh, uh actors and actresses that were kind of like oh, yeah. blacklisted like that.
1: And then uh, she was but, also yeah. an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Just want to point that out.
0: Yeah. And then next we have Joan uh Folly. She plays Grill. Girl. Girl. She plays Grill. She She's playing
1: Grill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: don't that's when your fingers move faster than what your brain is trying to do. Um but yeah she was in Firestarter and she was in an episode of Mar- Amazing Stories. Uh, and then we have Rebecca Bush she was a clerk in this. Um, she was in shows like Frasier and Murder, She Wrote. Um, next is uh, Alex Daniels plays host. I I guess that's a title in this. Um, but yeah, small roles like uh, in E.T., the extraterrestrial, and also in Starman.
1: Yeah, I think he was the other gentleman that walked up and was like whenever like, um, our main character was being you know, an take asshole. Your sh- yeah. Take your feet down, bud. No, he does a lot of stunt thought. work. So he's still working. So he did like look up his stunt work, 260 credits, a lot to get into, uh, yeah, credit to him. They like, you know, like, uh, there's been some discussion recently about like, cause the Oscars were announced, uh, the, the potential winners, like whatever they were, like the Oscars list were announced today as of this recording and there's still no category for like stunt work. There should be. Right, I, I, I absolutely think that should be because stunt choreography. Well, for God's
0: sake, those guys are putting their lives on the line. Yeah, not just choreography, sometimes, but like
1: individuals too. Because yeah, right, like you know, like sometimes just, losing their lives. Like, and yeah. they're, they're. I mean, they're the
0: unsung heroes of a uh, of a film.
1: Yeah, so I think that that should actually because it's an art form, right? It's it, and it needs to be recognized. But yeah, he's still working. Has done a ton of work. So, that, I just wanted to mention yeah. that.
0: So then we have Jackson Hughes. Uh, he plays Paul in this. This is one of three credits that he has on IMDb. Really didn't uh, wasn't familiar with the other two. Then we have Juliet uh, Sor Cor- I
1: think it's Sorsky.
0: Yeah. yeah, she plays little girl. Um, she was in, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was in Baywatch and Quantum Leap shows like that. I like um,
1: that she was in 1990s a mom for Christmas, which that implies that the mom left after Christmas. I think that's funny. <laughs> and then My also, job is done here. Yeah, it's like yo. I'm out right now. <laughs> like, and then also how I got into college, which I think is the third of the savage Steve Holland films. Uh, it's one oh, of three okay. that he's done, which that of the three I like, he did better off dead one crazy summer and how I got into college. That's the one I've not seen yet. So
0: that's the one I haven't seen as, as well. like, um, yeah. So, but yeah, we'll talk about that another time. So uh, Julia, uh, Oscar, I think it's
1: ours. Uh, Ar our, Ar- 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 Ar-
0: Ar- uh, Star, yeah it's um, it's it, it like i don't know anyway. nor, Norwegian norwegian um, nords anyway so yes um but yeah plays woman in us uh <laughs> she was in uh smaller roles like in the movie 7 and an outbreak and then next
1: psycho cop so just want to point that out there so yeah. i have not and seen then, psycho cop but the 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 title i feel like the title will deliver on the like the actual film
0: yeah um hopefully it's uh it's, psycho dad. And then he finally got a, a real <laughs> job. And
1: <laughs> he's oh, like, I'm taking my psycho dad. It, I know you're making reference to Mary with children. And I know that was Al Bundy's <laughs> favorite TV show. And I understand that like, um, like I understand it's problematic. Like th- the show always knew what it was doing. Right. And I love that yeah. Al was like, uh, excited for psycho dad. Do you remember any lyrics from that song for the TV show?
0: Oh God, I, I can't, but like, it's always like something like he's the one with the, or like on the edge, psycho like, yeah. dad. No, I, I
1: remember he was like, killed his wife because she weighed a ton, psycho dad. It's like, <laughs> it's like not great, but the fact that Al was <laughs> super excited about it, you know, it's like, anyway, yes.
0: There's no way to take that show seriously. I mean, no, like, it's like it's a live action
1: cartoon. It's a, and they knew that they knew it was a cartoon. They knew it was yeah. right. Like, how anybody can you was, like, not? Like sitting there biting their,
0: their thumb at it. Like, Oh no, I can't believe they're doing this again. Yes. Like, Come on, look at the, well, the character. Do you remember, do you remember Come the up.
1: other, the people that were in opposition to him? Like, no ma'am. Do you remember the no ma'am people? Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what no ma'am stood for? I'll give you that right now. Oh, uh, I can't recall right off the top of my <laughs> well, head. What was it? Um, was it, it was a Northern organization of, of, uh, men against Amazonian masterhood. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> it was, something, yeah, no ma'am, whatever it was, I guess. Four touchdowns in one game. I'll just remember people like, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm waiting for my, uh, my, uh, my pin to come in the mail, you know, for my <laughs> membership. Um, but, but yeah, yeah that, Terry staunchly
1: it. anti-feminist. I just, you know, like, I'm, oh, I'm
0: God, kidding. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I can, I can hear the people <laughs> typing so furiously right now. Emails.
1: No, Terry, Stop no, 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 it. no, 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 no. He's on,
0: he's on the terror again. No,
1: <laughs> Terry loves his wife when she's in the kitchen. Let's just be honest. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Jesus. It, <laughs> You
0: know who made dinner tonight in the last like eight years as well?
1: Me. Me. Yeah, right. I, no, no, no. Like, I, yes, I, I literally was having a conversation with, with my uh, coworkers today about something. And I referenced about like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was telling you before we started recording, I had to re- we had to replace our furnace today. Um, and I was working and my wife was not. And then like the furnace kicked on and I, I was in my, uh, upstairs office, uh, AKA, you know, working from home. And she's like, um, Oh, like, like it's okay if they smell like burning oil for a minute because the furnace was like the new furnace was being like, you know, turned on. And I text her, I was like, Oh, I thought you were cooking. And then it was, there was a delay. And, uh, my wife did not like that joke. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, however, the bigger joke is I do most of the cooking. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, and she did, she wasn't mad at me, but I don't think that that was the right place, right time to make that comment. Anyway, so moving on, we have what was a one more, <laughs> one more person here. Yeah, we have uh, one more, and that's Roger
0: Nolan. Uh, he plays man in this. He was an Iron Eagle, mm-hmm. and he was also in the. Uh, very questionable uh film sleepwalkers
1: <laughs> questionable yes um ridiculous yes uh watchable with a group of people yes um yes. We, <laughs> yes. we mentioned uh yeah we did mention at the Devil's ball i was on there uh, like was it 2 years ago to talk about sleepwalkers that movie is a hot stinging pile of shit but it is a lot of fun to watch let's put it that yeah, way yeah
0: it is it is weird <laughs> it's yeah. a weird ass like right at that like that level where they're still trying to get into uh uh computer special effects and like it oh no, it's, help it's terrible that
1: film. yeah all oh, that's terrible so. and it's like oh oh no like oh you're, you're gonna let uh Stephen king like write this film like Oh, no. Uh, it's just like, but you understood the, like, you know, maximum overdrive happened. You're like, well, yeah, but like maybe cocaine strikes twice. He's like, oh, he's sober now. No, don't do that. Anyway, so. Um, Definitely worth, worth seeing at least once, especially for,
0: you know, all the um the, the big names that show up in that film.
1: Yeah, no shit. Also, somebody gets murdered with a corn cob. So, all right, yep. So right. All right. Uh, let's just get into uh, the the one of our last remaining uh, Charles Aben intros right so maybe he'll pull together Terry do you think he pulls it together with this
0: I he's going to so. be dragging it across the line if he does alright
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, here's Aben's intro for private channel
0: modern technology has staged a revolution in the art of isolation turn up the volume on your headphones and the world outside drops away 16 year old Keith Barnes has lived in this public seclusion for some time now but tonight the tiny radio on which he depends to keep people out is about to start pulling them in thanks to a very special frequency that can only be picked up in the twilight zone
1: uh, all right so Terry here
0: the, we go I, I will say that the only big problem that i have with that is the dipshit that's using the the the, the drumsticks like yeah. that <laughs> the entire you're, time like sitting there like trying to listen to it and it's it's like what the hell is that noise in the background?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what my my very first note when I came back to this is I don't like Keith. That was my very first note that I wrote. So Terry, are you ready? Are you ready for the Devil's bargain? So I'm going to put I'm going to put one of these out here for you. Idle <laughs> hands make for an unproductive poop deck. Here's the Devil's bargain for you. So we're at um it's you know, what is it uh episode 10, segment B. We have what like four more episodes after this four or five. Um, here like spoilers, you know, me, I see a finish line. I try to gun towards it. I've watched everything else after this. Um, spoilers. Um, we've not really pulled the rip or anything. Uh, I will give you two rip cords going into the end of the season. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you want one for yourself and then you want to have, have me have one as well, just in case <laughs> I just, but the thing is though, since you've not seen what's coming next, you're going to be like, Oh, do I save it for the next one? Do I, do I save it for the one after that? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. This I, is
0: a, a, let's make a deal kind of scenario. Yeah, <laughs> so, Do I take what's in the box or do I take yeah. what's behind so the
1: door? He, here we go. So, um, yeah. um, uh, I, okay, I'll, I'll also give the caveat that the next thing we're about to talk about has some worth. Uh, so, with that being said, though, uh, let me look this up. Um, the, I'll, I will, I will tell you uh, the titles. How about this? I'll just give you the titles of what's coming after Shelter Skelter, um, and you tell me. Like one's called Time and Teresa Golwitz, Voices in the Earth. Song of the Younger World, and The Girl I Married. So of the five remaining segments that we have, um, there's two ripcords available. Um, Meaning, if you choose poorly, we're going to have to talk about some of this. (laughs) I I think uh, I'm good with the ripcord,
0: because yeah, I, I think you are not really happy about this one. As much as I, I can see what you're trying to supplant here, um, especially telling me the titles, sometimes those titles are m- misleading as well. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I, well. I'll also say that I texted a friend of the show, Richard, and I said, good news, I finished the second season of The Twilight Zone. The bad news, I'll have to watch it again. So, um, this like As much as Joyride was just absolute nonsense, this segment was even worse. And how is that possible? Um, long story short, we have our friend, uh, our friend, uh, you know, the the drummer, right? Uh, this guy, um, Jambo, dude. Yeah, that guy, uh, Keith, flying by himself, wherever, right? Uh, playing drumsticks. Do you remember? Do you remember hit sticks as a kid? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Were they the things that if you like hit? like a certain spot or whatever, it would make a different noise, like a cymbal versus like a Tom drum.
1: Possibly my, my, my younger brother wanted them. So they were like drumsticks that were wired into like a little tiny speaker, like the, the, the shittiest speaker ever. And you could just hit them. They, all they would go is go boop, 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 boop. like they would make, it's not, I, I can't make drum noises, but like it was terrible. So I thought for a minute, I thought for a minute, that's what he was doing, but no, what he's actually doing is he has headphones on and it's just going into an AM FM radio but he has drums, drumsticks, right? Whatever. He gets on a plane and then he's being an asshole to everybody around him. Jumbo dude. Um, and then, uh, he ends up, um, but by the way, real quick, just worthy of people. I think, you know, good, bad. Otherwise people should take the journey. Watch, watch the segment. You'll be mad, but just watch the segment. There's the bit where, uh, we have, uh, Mr. Williams, uh, Andrew Robinson, right? Um, but he it finds out he's like sitting beside uh Keith, our main character, and the look of utter revulsion is worth the price of admission, I'll put it that way. Anyway, so Keith goes into the bathroom after being told he can't have a radio on because it might mess with the, the plane. Which is funny because we live in a day and age now where everybody has all their smart devices and there's Wi Fi and whatever. We we we're we know better now, right? So, whatever. <clears throat> There lightning strikes the plane. He drops his radio in uh, the sink. There's water. Blah, blah blah blah. Whatever. And then somehow magically, because of the Twilight Zone, he's able to put the headphones on. And it's it, it's not quite clear because none of this makes sense. If he's focusing on somebody, he can hear their thoughts through the radio. But that doesn't. That's not true because when he's in the bathroom, uh, there's a lady that is like. I need to go to the bathroom, an old lady, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shit myself. She doesn't say that, but we know that's you know what she's thinking, right? Like we've all been there. We've all been there. Let's be let's be completely real, right? Like this person needs to leave. Why? Because I'm about to wreck this bathroom, like, like, you know, terrorists have nothing on me. You know, I'm about to blow this plate up. <laughs> oh, I just got canceled anyway. So, um, yeah, but anyway, so his ability to listen to people with this, with his headphones and this radio is very willy nilly, but then eventually he sits back down, uh, by his seatmate, Mr. Williams. And then not only can he hear his thoughts, somehow he can like see his past and everything. It's, As it's so it, like, goddamn dumb
0: to the bathroom.
1: And yeah. Everything. <laughs> There's yeah. some
0: real concerns to this uh, ability and then how it manifests quickly. It's like he is able to like, like if you were looking in the mirror, that's how he's able to like observe the dude. Like he's able to see that this, this freaking bomb strapped to him.
1: <laughs> like the way we treated um, terrorism prior to nine 11 is comical right? Like in terms of like hijackings, there's a whole thing there. There's literally a whole thing that was in the sixties and seventies where there was like so many hijackings where there was actually policy in place of like, just let them do it. We'll land, get them where they're going. Like it's a whole thing, right? It was a whole, like there was a whole policy in place that it is, um, safer for people on board and, uh, more cost effective just to let them do what they're going to do. That That's the truth. But so somehow we viewed people being strapped full of dynamite, uh, that somehow I know we have TSA now where I have to take a belt off and my pants fall down as I'm trying to go through like customs. I get it. Like not customs, but like TSA. Sure. Right. That they're like, Oh, I'm just going to wander on and I'm sweating, uh, sweating bullets and I'm just full of dynamite that nobody picked up on. Right. Like that's where we're at. Uh, different time. And somehow that was allowed. But then also, um, they, they didn't notice the dynamite, but they were upset that our main character had a radio.
0: Well, how about the fact that he's wielding around these freaking drumsticks and beating on people's seats and all that too. I mean, I, I, I know drumsticks are not like, you know, they're not like swords or something like that, but (laughs)
1: they're still able
0: to, they're not, they're still able to inflict, uh, you know, some kind of damage to shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, you just let this guy just like wield them around all willy nilly. It's like, they were more concerned about his feet being on the seat in front of him than him beating on the seat in front of him.
1: I saw, I saw like a, like a a meme recently where someone was trying to go through like TSA. I keep saying customs, like they're going international Uh, TSA where they had a frozen, uh, they had their water was frozen and they're like, you got to get rid of that water bottle. They're like, it's a solid, not a liquid. (laughs) like, (laughs) Ha <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like good <laughs> on you. Right. Like, yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, this whole thing, it's like, it's like, I don't know this, this, this kid who is not 21, which we have determined. Right. Um, you know, it look, he looks like, uh, if you're like, Hey, you know, what I really like is Eric Foreman from the seventies. So they're like, no, 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 we have it at home. That's what it looks like. Um, he looks like he looks like uh, Kirkland Brand, uh, you know Eric Eric Foreman, um, but whatever. He's just a complete just you can't get behind him, right? Like he's not a likable character. Uh, but yeah, we end up finding out that the passenger beside him is, is strapped to. Bl- so let let's get into that logic. He lost his daughter. I, I I think his wife, but we never see that part of it, right? because there was an airplane that crashed. We don't know if it's a malfunction, but we know that an airplane crashed and he lost his family. And he's distraught and upset about that. Rightfully so. And somehow he thinks the best option is to blow up a plane to bring attention to how planes crash.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he's at. That's where Mr. Williams is at. Well, Why don't we just call him something else here? Why don't we call him Dick Williams? Yep. Dick Dick the bomber here is pissed off and that's that's his solution. But he can also see that on this airplane there are children. Yes. There are children on an airplane too. It's like so you're you're kinda at that level where it's like fight fire with fire. You you take my kid, I'm gonna take somebody else's kid. Like yeah. I just didn't understand the logic in that writing. I yeah. don't, I, I'm sure they didn't want to tread the, uh, the uh, idea that it was like a normal quote unquote terrorist organization or something like that. But they just wanted to make it bring her, bring it down to a level. Where it's like, okay, now he like feels bad about his choices and we could talk him off the ledge here. And, well, you know, uh, which and would have been, do-hip.
1: which would have been perfectly fine. Like for what, for the story being told but somehow this magic radio not only lets lets him, let our main character listen to the thoughts but like see mm-hmm. like the past it does like um i think we talked about this before but like like um i'm not a big ghost story fan uh, in terms of movies and stuff or like a haunted house stuff because it's like the rules get really loose where it's like show me your rules abide by them but then somehow it's like, Oh, but it's ghosts. It pisses me off. It's like, well, so what you're telling me is that none of these rules apply. And so anything can happen. Okay. But then why were you setting up boundaries in the early part of your story? This thing is like the, this story is like, Oh, you can actually listen. And then if you focus in on somebody, which that was betrayed because of the woman that was going to shit her brains out at the beginning of the, the, the story after, you know, whatever. Um, Like that doesn't make any sense because the resolution here is as we found out the character is like, I like that he tells, he tells our main character. He's like, Oh, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it right now. If you keep like, if you keep, if you just start talking, it's like, well, if your goal is to like detonate bombs and land the, like cause this plane to blow up the threat of, I'm going to do it earlier than later really isn't a threat, right? Like it's inevitability. So it's mm-hmm. like, like, hey, I hope you, I hope you have ten more minutes to put your feet up on the seat and just like drum out of whatever you're gonna do. Hey, listen, listen to some Rush and just just drum to Tom Sawyer. That's your last good thought on the way down. Like you know, like just anyway. But then he's like, I'm gonna do it. i want to do it. And then he goes up to the front of the, like the, like the the front of the, like the where the passengers are. He's like, Oh, I have a bomb, and everybody freaks out. And then our main character is like, I'm gonna put my headphones on him so he can hear all their thoughts. Okay, cool. But so you're, what you're saying is also this device that shows the past and the future or whatever, right? The past, like they're all. The, you, we don't see that perspective shift with all of this, other than Airbnb like being upset. It's just I I. One of my big pet peeves with storytelling is like where people just kind of hand wave things away. Um, which how do I describe this to you? You could hand wave things away where it's like, it's unknowable versus I gave you parameters and now I'm going to break them. That pisses me off.
0: Yeah. They got really loose with the rules here and they just wanted to get it to like a whole story without having to like stay within those barriers you know what i mean it's like it's like they wanted to make this as tight as they could and they i don't know it just didn't seem to make sense when you don't have enough time to flush it all out and maybe that's maybe that's one of the things like maybe this was a longer script and they were going to have some other ways of showing how you know the the headset works at this point i mean
1: maybe but it's like i think that if you have that set up i you know what i think that you could have actually made a very tense like, cause I know that like, so part of the trivia for this, I don't know if you saw this or not. Some of the exterior plane scenes were uh, reused from uh twilight zone, the movie. Uh, right. So like, I think that if you would have had this character being able to like tune in to his, like, you know, seatmates thoughts and have him try to like suss out what's going on and then him being like, like, you know, like a pressure cooker of a moment mm-hmm. versus like, I think I think there's something good there, especially whenever he looks over and was like, "Hey, I like," because especially if this person is running through his thoughts and he's specifically mentioning that losing his daughter and his family. Like I don't know, I think that this could have taken a second pass or a third pass at a very interesting idea, but what is presented is complete and utter garbage. And and that's frustrating to me. Yeah,
0: it's it's not executed uh, like in a way that makes sense. Um I just think that there's too many holes here and they could have developed the story a little bit better. Yeah. And really even like one of the bigger flaws too is it's just like if somebody says that there's a bomb on a plane, especially these days, <laughs> there's some real there's a repercussion there. There's no Oh, just get back near your seat, you little you know, shit. No, no, that's did not- you like,
1: did you like, he's like, oh, I have a detonator and whatever. And then everyone's like, no, 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 it's okay. We're going to, we're going to bring you forward and give you a juice box. You know why? It, it, you know what? You're white and it's okay. Just calm down, sir. It just, I, <laughs> I know that's not what they're saying, but it's like, it, it reads completely different now. Right. Where it's like, you know what? You just had a bad day. Have you, like, you know what? Let's just hug you. We'll hug it out. Thank you for being like acknowledging that you won't blow up this flight, whatever. It's just not, uh, it just <laughs> this segment. I'm sure, like, I mean, I, you know, hijacking has been a thing for like uh, what 40, 50 years, as long as there's been like passenger planes, right? But it's like, uh, our treatment of this, um, in terms of. Uh, the way we would treat this has changed significantly. So it's hard for you and I to judge this after. Right. right. But like, even then it's like, this still kind of feels tone deaf. Like it's just, this is a, there's something here. And that's why it makes me mad about this. Cause there's mm-hmm. something here and, oh, well, huh. it's, it's a wet fart. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the the wet fart
0: uh, stamp of approval here. So yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's not good. Uh, it's definitely something that I wouldn't revisit. Um, I wouldn't recommend it all too often. Yeah. Um, unless you want to see a bad episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got them. You want those recommendations? We got them. Well, I mean, also like, I understand that like it's easier to punch down than lift up. But like, yes. I don't know, man, like we've been doing this long enough. This is what our 300 second episode or whatever we talked about that. Like uh, in terms of the series, like, you, you know, you, you appreciate the highs, you acknowledge the lows. Right. And it's like, it is what it is. And yeah. And um, yeah. It,
0: it, you have the ability to make other episodes stand out a little bit more, but like you said, joy in your opinion, was not a good segment. Well, compared to this, it's a better segment
1: now. Oh, no, no, no. It was, a lot, it was a lot more fun because it was like dumb fun. This is just dumb. You know, like it's just, you know, and I, we're, we're never on, like, we never find a reason to care about our main character and I'm not blaming the actor, right? Like it's just the script failed him and this whole thing failed. It's just, I don't know. Anyone anyway, just, I, I think there's something here that you, you, you know how you you know how sometimes you're like oh I can see what they're going for, and I know it's easier to be a like a armchair quarterback right like a Monday morning quarterback, but I don't know man it pisses me off that there's a lot of people there's a lot of money involved making this that nobody's like hey this isn't good can we make it better before they they actually start shooting shit you know like, does that make you mad sometimes watching things where you're like oh my goodness like so many people had the option to step in and none of it made sense.
0: Dude, I sit there sometimes and I watch some films and I'm just like, there was, there was so many people, so many quote unquote creative people involved with this. And this is the output that they had for all the money, all the time. You know, it's like that, that this is, yeah. I mean, this is bad, but I dude, in comparison to some of the shit I've seen, like I've seen some shit like, <laughs> it's like God, the the stuff that makes you really scratch your head and be like, why didn't they just donate that money to cancer research? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man! Like, real crap films,
1: right? So, anyway, oh, so Terry, I know, I know, I set the stage, um, man. Uh, you want to talk about falling on some keys? That's what I'm like. I so. Like I, I've talked about this previously, ah, before we get to that twist, um, I appreciate that um, you and I will always go into the ditches, right, um, and burn all the witches and get into the Dracula. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. I know I was I was about to make a Neil Young reference, but I prefer. I think you'd prefer a Rob Zombie reference. So, um, my God, this was bad. This was not good. And Joyride wasn't good, but it was almost like the kind of like. Hey, everybody, can I show you a thing that makes no sense, but dumb. It's like, um, it joyride was, um, a lesser uncle devil show where it's like, this is 12 minutes of insanity, right? Like I just, this was, was it 12 minutes of just, mm, why are you doing this? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you
0: doing this? Yeah. It's like, like, they offended you on a personal level. They did. Um, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's still not the worst of the, um, of the series. Uh, well, we have have a
1: few episodes to go, Terry. So we're going to get to the end of the the (laughs) series season and we'll find out where we're at. So, uh, any other, um, any other thoughts about this before we get that twist?
0: Nah, dude, I think that, I think we're ready for the twist.
1: Uh, twist rating. Uh, as always is one through five one being like saw for a mile away and five being mind-blowing oh oh the guy that was wearing headphones from the jump um sorry jamba uh from the jamba um could suddenly hear other people I'm gonna give that a 1.5 I've never ever actually given anything on 1.5 but I'll, that's where I'm at
0: i uh, i guess it's gonna be a one I just the, the I I mean the 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 idea that the headphones were going to save the plane. I, I guess that's a two, but yeah, so whatever.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, <laughs> I like that. You're like oh, we're done here. So all right, um, so let's go do it for our discussion this week. Um, I, you know, as my I we always our goal here is to always celebrate, and and you know it's just it's it it's frustrating, right? Because like. I think you and I always want to approach things with like, you know what? Show me like, like, wow me. Right. Like, and I, it's let's, let's find the joy in something. Let's find the appreciation in something. Um, But also um, I I know the whole thing of like hate watch and punching down is the easy thing to do, but I'm going to say that like, you know what? If something's not good, we can't like bad shit doesn't deserve a soft landing right? I think that's fair. Maybe, you know, people could disagree with me, whatever. Maybe this is people's favorite segment of the pilot zone. I'm going to say no to that. Um, but anyway, um, before we get into what we're doing next, you guys can find us on uh, Facebook at strange highways. You can email us directly at strange highways, podcast, gmail.com, wherever you find your podcast rate and review us. would be greatly appreciated. And Terry, where can people find us otherwise?
0: Uh, we are still on Instagram folks. Uh, come check us out over there. Um, it is just another tool in the bag for us to reach out to more listeners, uh, progress a little bit more in our abilities to, you know, feed the masses. Uh, but yeah, like if you can do either one of those, uh, or any other way of contacting us, like, uh, the email is always a, a special or thing just random because,
1: rocks through windows. Don't do that.
0: Well, please, for God's sake, don't do that. <laughs> um, we're listening to our headphones. We're waiting for you to talk through your brain. <laughs> so through yeah, your brain, me,
1: yes, through your brain. Please let us know through your brain what you're thinking. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a fun ride for the both
0: of us. But it's even more fun when we can hear feedback or give you guys what you really want, which is uh, another great episode. And hopefully, that will be the next
1: one. <laughs> <Wink>. <laughs> wink. All right. Let's talk about, uh, what we're doing next. Um, there we go. And now Mr. Serling. next episode is the other segment that was aired during this hour. Quote unquote shelter skelter. Um, it has Joe Montana in it as well. Uh, and Joan Allen. Um, yeah, like this is, this is one that unfortunately, um, is very relevant to this day and age. Uh, we'll get there. Also, there is a very young, uh, uh, was it, uh, Danica McKellar, uh, Winnie Cooper from the wonder years, um, which is funny because we just talked about Fred Savage a few episodes ago. Right. So there we go. This is all prequel to the wonder years. Are you excited for that, Terry?
0: Yeah, I used to love the wonder years. So that's yeah. Yeah, a, it's a good enough reason to talk about it again.
1: There we go. So, all right, everybody, <laughs> look at us under an hour because F this episode. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're barely towards the end of the season. So everybody in the meantime, uh, you know, have, you know, have a good time. Have a safe time. Uh, You know, be kind to those others around and a Jamba. I don't know what that means. Jamba, dude. Jasta, dude.
0: Jambo, dude.